Praise the Lord. I'd venture to say we all got breath in our bodies today. Come on, let's praise him. Hallelujah, Lord. We magnify your holy name, Jesus. The name that's above every name. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I love to magnify the Lord. I love to magnify the Lord. Amen, 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 amen. Thank you, Lord. If you'll remain standing. Before we go to prayer, I would like for us to have a special word of prayer separately for Brother Rick, good pastor, our plays our guitar, and amen, elder in our church. Amen. I just love him to death. And uh, I will say he's enjoying his stay at the hospital. I called him the first day, and what are you doing? He said, well, just they carried me in some Chinese. I ate some Chinese. I said, well, the doctor don't know that. No, they're probably getting ready to put me on a strict diet. Day two, day two, what are you doing? Well, just polished off some Pizza King pizza. So I called early yesterday morning. What are you doing? Well, you don't want to know. I'm eating some donuts. I said, well, brother, I said, here, I'm sitting here worried about you and praying for you and you're, you're living it up. He said, I will till Monday. <laughs> so let's, let's just, let's, let's pray. Let's just pray that God will just guide the hands of the surgeon. And amen. Anytime you, met, anytime you mess with the heart, anytime you go, uh, go on to get put under, let's just pray that God will just watch over him and, and guide the hands of the surgeon and just raise him up out of that hospital. Let's pray together. Jesus, trusting you, God, believing God. Lord, I pray, God, for my brother that you would bless him, God. God, you're giving him the rest he needs, Lord, before he enters into this, Lord God, taxing, Lord, this troublesome time. Lord God, I pray, guide the surgeon's hands, Lord God. Guide them, Lord God, that's watching over him, taking care of him, Lord. God, the anesthesiologist, God, give them, Lord Jesus. Let everything, God, be done, Lord God, just according to your purpose and your will, Lord. God, raise him up, Lord Jesus. Let him feel strength, Lord God. Let him feel the prayers of this church, God, the body of believers, Lord. God, let him know, Lord God, the love of Jesus. And God, I pray, God, that you lift him up, God, that you bring him, Lord Jesus, with a testimony, God, only for you, in the precious name of Jesus. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. Amen. 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 Now, if you got something on your heart today, amen, God's dealing with you about somebody, amen, you're troubled about maybe a situation. Come on, let's hold that hand. Let's, let's pray. Jesus, you say we have not because we ask not. God, we take the time, Lord God. Lord, I believe, God, that we ask you faithfully, Lord God, for things, Lord Jesus, that's upon our hearts. God, you see the things, God, that I'm burdened down with, Lord God. You see our families, Lord, loved ones, God. You know, Jesus, the desire of our heart, God, for them, Lord. God, you know the hunger we have for the lost, God, the desire we have to see the body of Christ strengthened, Lord God. God, send healing and deliverance, Lord Jesus. God, let there be a move of the Holy Ghost in this service today, Lord God, that would strengthen those that come by faith, Lord. God, those, God, that are watching today, God, I pray, God, send healing. God, send deliverance their way, Jesus. God, lift up their faith, strengthen their faith, Lord God. 
God, we don't have silver, we don't have gold, but Lord God, but what we have, our faith in you, Lord God, let it go to them, Lord Jesus. Raise them up, Lord Jesus. Raise them up, God, with a miracle. God, raise them up, Lord God, with healing and deliverance, Jesus. God, those, Lord God, have given up on you, Lord, backslidden, God, those, Lord Jesus, devil, Lord God, has twisted their minds. God, I pray, God, I pray, Lord, minister to them, Jesus. God, wake them up, Lord. Let them realize, Lord God, how hell is so real, Lord. God, there's a great gulf fixed, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord God. Let them know, Lord Jesus, they have the word, God. They have your word. They have your ministry, Jesus. God, you've given, Lord God, you've given them grace. I pray today, Lord, bind us together today in the spirit of love and unity, God, that we can accomplish your will. Lord, I ask you, God, as we enter into Camp Wink, Lord God, that you pour out the Holy Ghost during camp, Lord. God, that your will be done, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. We honor you with our worship today, Lord. Amen, 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 amen. Would you give the Lord a good hand of praise today? Come on, would you lift your voice? I'm not ashamed. Come on, let the enemy know I'm not ashamed. Hallelujah. Lord, I believe you, Lord. Lord, I know you hear and answer our prayer. Come on, let's magnify that. Let's worship the Lord.
confidence because I've seen the faithfulness of God the still inside the storm the promise of the shore I trust the power of your word enough to seek your kingdom first beyond the barren place beyond the ocean Hey! 
Come on, stay in that mindset right now. Clap your hands to heaven. Lift up your voice. Come on, this is how we fight our battles. Our praise and our worship's mighty. It's powerful. Come on, somebody. Lord, I love you, Jesus. I fell in the Lord over there that we were looking out upon a bunch of Gideons. Gideons, people that are anointed, but right now you're hiding from an enemy you think stronger than you. And I believe the word of the Lord came forth, amen, just like it did to Gideon. It says, Gideon, you're a mighty man of valor. Come on, I'll speak over this congregation right now. You're mighty men and mighty women of valor. Don't hide from your enemy any longer. Don't be afraid any longer. But it's time we stand up and we fight, amen, for what's ours. Right now, would you lift yourself up in the spiritual realm and begin to fight right now? Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Come on, pick yourself up off the ground. Get yourself out of hiding. You're a mighty man and a mighty woman of valor. You're powerful. And not only that, but he says the Lord is with you. Come on, the Lord is with you right now. You're not battling alone, but God is right there beside you. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One more time, lift up your hands. Amen. Just begin to surrender yourself to Jesus. Come on, I feel the presence of God in this place right now. Come on, you worship Jesus right now. Come on, you're not by yourself. You're not alone. Come on, you have power inside of you. You have strength inside of you today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, you put your hands together today. Lift up your voice. Come on, respond to Jesus. Come on, clap your hands right now. Lift up your voice. Say, Lord, I'm thankful. God, you're with me every step of the way. God, during the good times and the bad times, God, you're there. 
Lord, I'm thankful, Lord God, that you see me in my lowest point. God, you love me, God. You care for me, Lord Jesus. God, I'm not fighting this battle by myself, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. It's a beautiful presence of God in this place today. Amen. And I, I want to add to that uh, because the Lord's been good to us and blessing us. And this past Sunday, we had a mighty move of the Holy Ghost. And uh, we were able to baptize one in the precious name of Jesus. Miss Mercedes. I saw it over here, Mercedes. I caught you. Amen. But she was baptized in Jesus' name. Been coming around. Keep her in your prayers. God is moving on her in a great way. And we're excited to see what the Lord does in her life. Amen, amen. We're also going to take up our offering. If a couple of ushers can make their way up, we have just a couple of announcements we need to get through. Amen. We're going to bring up our preacher in just a moment. I will say where they're coming up, there was a, a silver ring, ring. It looks like a wedding ring found in the women's bathroom. Uh, so ladies, check yourself. Sister Alexis, you get married? I said wedding ring, and she says mine. She's claiming something. Amen. A couple of announcements very quickly. Uh, please see if you can be in the back today as soon as church is over. Anybody that's interested in going to the ministry conference in September, we need to know today so we can get hotels booked and registrations completed. As Bishop said during Sunday school, this is ALJC Family Camp Week in Frankfurt, Indiana. It's at Frankfurt Camp Ministries. It's about an hour and five minute drive. If you can, nightly services are at 730 starting Tuesday and they run through Friday night. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. Brother Robert Wimberly uh, out from Texas District will be with us, and he's a great man of God. Looking forward to hearing his ministry. Also, just to put on your calendars, we have been asked to hold a district event here on Saturday, August 7th. It's our back-to-school rally with the state of Indiana, so if you can, please make sure you put that on your calendars. More information will come for that, uh, but we want to make sure we're here and helping with our young people. Amen. How many thankful that you can give today? There's a lot of people that can't give, but I'm thankful I can give. Won't you grab that offering in your hand? We're going to ask the Lord to touch it and bless it. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We worship you. honor you, God. Thank you, Lord, for this offering. Thank you for the provision you've given us. Thank you for our jobs. God, multiply it in the hands of the users. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Go ahead and cheerfully give today as you march up your offering.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many will stand with me all over this place today? I'm excited for what the Lord is doing. And uh, sometimes the adversary, the old enemy, will try to make you think the devil ain't doing much, or the Lord ain't doing much. He'll try to make you think, well, there's not a lot to look forward to. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm constantly have to tell the devil he's a liar and the father of all lies. But uh, we've been uh, blessed around here, mostly blessed. Sister India and Ari brings the blessing, and we just tolerate Brother James. That's true, yeah, because they tolerate him too. But uh, I want to I have a special prayer here. This is the last service they'll be with us for a while. Uh, they're going to be on the road, and, man, we need to pray. You know how that road is out there, but uh, we need to pray. I think they'll be at camp uh, this next week with their camper, but, I mean, they're, they're going to be pulling out here. But uh, I, I want to have a special prayer for them. Um, w- the Scripture says that our calling makes room for itself. God opens doors, and God makes ways. And uh, we know in this church uh, we love evangelism and see evangelism really explode. Uh, Brother uh, Riddell and Sister Latoya have been doing a great job, and this is new to them, and I'm sure uh, uh, no matter what kind of, you know, facade they put on, everything's, I'm sure there's some nervousness and some uncertainty and, and some feelings that way. I'm going to ask them to step forward here, step here in the middle here. We're going to pray for them, and we're going to ask God just to direct their footsteps and bless them. Uh, I, I do, I mentioned last week they weren't here. Uh, they were ministering uh, down south. And so I, I mentioned last week I would like for you to bring an offering today. We want to bless them. Uh, they've been a blessing to us, and, and uh, I'm going to miss them. I, I am. I'm going to miss them. Uh, I like aggravating folks. And when they're around here all week and you can aggravate, that makes it even better. But uh, been, been instrumental in being a blessing to us. You can hold it. Let, 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 you, can, you can stand there with him, Joe. That's all right. I can understand why he wants to hang with you. But uh, in all seriousness, this is, uh, this is something that uh, I, I've shared with you back months ago that I felt compelled not something we do often here, I, I, not something I've done in, in my whole 20-some years of pastoring, but uh, uh, I, want to, I want them to join hands, and I want us just to stretch our hands today. He's going to come and minister to us here in just a moment, but I want to bless them, and I want God to go with them, and uh, I want them to have the best memories here and know that our hearts are with them wherever they're at, and uh, the back of this church is always a home to them. Amen. Wherever they're at, they're ever coming through, they, they know they got a place to stay. And so I want you to stretch your hand here. Let's just ask God to bless them. Uh, his calling is blessed, but let's ask him to direct them. Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Lord, honor to you. Glory to you. God, you say the steps of a good person are ordered of you, Lord God. 
God, you have inspired them, God, to launch. You have inspired them to step out in faith, Lord. God, we honor, Lord God, that faith today, Jesus. God, pray, God, that you let that faith turn into substance. God, let it turn into evidence, Lord Jesus. God, let the Holy Ghost go with them, Lord God. Let souls be poured out with the Holy Ghost. Let souls be baptized, Lord, for the remission of their sins, God. God, let their ministry, Lord, blossom, Lord Jesus. Lord, let them feel the love, God. Let them feel the love of God from this church, Lord, this body of believers, Lord Jesus. Lord, by the Holy Ghost today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we give you glory and honor today. Amen, amen, amen. I'm going to do something I haven't done, and I don't want to embarrass Well, I do want to embarrass him a little bit, I guess. I want you to stand here. The both. Oh, turn around here. I want... I, we're just going to bring you up an offering right here. And uh, this, is, uh, this is certainly a love gift. Let me go over and get it. Amen. If you don't have cash, bring up a check. If you need card swipes, Sister Rexanne, we could probably uh, accommodate that. Make sure the church will, church will make a check for you. Uh, the church will take care of that. Amen. If you uh, need to use your card swipe, that's fine. But I'm a proponent, church. You know, given it shall be given. We got to practice what we preach. It may not be your ministry, so you don't feel like you need to be concerned. But if you have a love for God like you should, amen. When God calls and God makes a way, amen. Let's pray. Come on, let's ask this to be a great blessing and go farther than what even we can. Come on. We can't go places that they can get to. Let's pray. Jesus, God, let this be a blessing today, Jesus. Let our love, God, for your work, Lord God, for evangelism show, Lord. God, we ask you, God, to bless this offering today. Bless this couple, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. All right, just bring that up here. Lord bless you. Go ahead and play something, Sister Amanda. Just go ahead and keep playing. That's great. Please, please pray this week. Listen, take this time. If you're not coming to church camp, can't make it up, please take some time to pray. Uh, Wednesday night, church will be open here from 7 to 8. Brother Joe will be here 7 to 8 for prayer. Pray. Monday night at camp, uh, we're having our elections for the next couple years. And I just want the will of God I want the blessing of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, church. Thank you for giving. Thank you for being a blessing. I, I will say, yes, blessed Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Where's Sister Laura? Come here, Sister Laura. Amen, 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 amen. Before we, before we change things up here, before we change things up here, give me a hug, sis. Praise God, praise God. Hey, pray. 
Praise the Lord. See if she can figure it out. Amen. Before the service is over, we'll let you know. Amen. What a blessing you've been. And uh, stand with me. We're going to turn this service over here. Amen, brother. James, come on up here. Brother Derek, come on up here. Amen. Amen. You know, during our Sunday school class, while I was while I'm ministering, I don't know how your mind works, but while I was ministering in the back of my mind I just kept kept telling the devil I'm not through with you yet devil I'm mad at the devil when you get when I get mad at somebody when I get mad at something I'm I'm mad amen amen I want resolve I want the Lord to do what he said he's going to do and make the devil pay. Make the devil bless. Amen. And I believe he'll do it with your families and loved ones. Amen. He'll he'll use it. God's going to use it to his advantage. Amen. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, come on, just in the back of your mind, purpose in your heart. Don't give up. Fight the fight of faith. How many is ready for some word today? I'm ready for, amen, God, just to send his word. His word is anointed, but let's lift our hands and let's ask God to bless our brother. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, God. Let your love, God, I feel your love shining today, God. Let it resonate, Jesus, God, throughout this assembly. Lord, God, I pray, God, that you bless, Lord. God, let your word, Lord, God, reach us, Lord, God, like never before, God. God, let your word, God, do its work, Jesus. Lord, we love you, Lord. We appreciate you, Jesus, because you are that word. Lord, I ask you to let your anointing and let your blessing rest upon my brother. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Would you put your hands together today? Amen, amen. Evangelist Derek James. Praise the Lord, everyone. While I get situated here, I just want to say thanks to everyone. Um, we didn't expect you guys to give us an offering. You didn't have to do anything like that. But thank you to Bishop, the pastoral team, Brother Ty, I believe, is somewhere. Thank you to the church. Thank you, everyone. You know, we've been here. You've been like a second home to us for about five months now. And we love each and every one of you guys. And we'll be back. Don't worry. We'll be back. I want to ask Sister India to come sing for us, but I just want you guys to know this isn't the last time you'll see us. We're not just riding off into the sunset and never coming back, but we'll be back. We'll be back. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, we'll be back. (laughs) Worship with her as she sings. Praise the Lord, everyone. It's been a while since I've used one of these. We just may not do that today. (laughs) I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord that we feel in this place today. In this song, it says that when his glory falls, we will never be the same. And when he comes to meet us with his love and his grace, if we meet him there, that our lives will never be the same. Just worship with me as I sing. 
lift up your hands right now and say, meet us in this place, Lord. Meet us in this place, Lord. Let the supernatural happen in this place, in this room today. Meet us, God, so that we never have to be the same. So that we don't go home the same way we came. But meet us, God. Meet us, Lord. Today I would like to read from Judges chapter 6 and verse 12. The Lord has a message and a word for someone here today. And I want to tell you there's nothing I'm going to say the entire time that's not already been said in this very service today. So whenever you feel that tug at your heart, you feel like it's time to come pray, you're not going to miss anything. You've already heard it once. Whenever you feel like it's time to start your journey with the Lord or take the next step in your journey with the Lord, just come right down here and do it. Don't let me stop you. Brother Wes has already quoted the only scripture that I had today. So like I said, every single thing is just going to be a repeat. Judges chapter 6 and verse 12 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And today I want to title this The Journey. The Journey. We're all in a journey. We're all in different places along our journey. And the Lord wants to speak to you today about your journey. Pray with me. Dear Lord, I love you. I praise your holy name, God. I ask that you would speak to us, that you would take us to the next level, the next step, the next waypoint along our journey, Lord. Or if there's anyone here that's not began their journey, Lord, touch their heart. Let them begin their journey with you today, God. I ask that you would move upon us. Let your anointing be upon me, Lord, and anoint each and every one to receive your word. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. You see, the scripture I read is speaking of Gideon. I want to tell you a little bit of the history, a little bit about what was going on at this point. But see, the children of Israel, we see time and time again, the Bible says the phrase, they did evil in the sight of the Lord. And a few scriptures before this scripture that I read, we see again the children of Israel are doing evil in the sight of the Lord. So God hands them over to the Midianites. And he allows the Midianites to come in and to begin to oppress them. Pay attention to that word, oppress them. Because I believe there's some people in this place today that feel oppressed. But the Midianites came in, and what they would do, they would allow the Israelites a little space of, you could almost say, freedom. They would just kind of withdraw for a little bit, let them do their thing. But then when the harvest came, when it was time for the harvest, they would come in. The Bible says without number were the men and the camels that would flood in and destroy the harvest. They would kill the oxen, kill the sheep. And the Bible tells us because of this, the children of Israel had fled into the mountains, to caves and dens. Because of the oppression, the children of Israel resorted to living like a wolf, living like an animal in a cave or a den. 
And they were greatly impoverished, is the word the Bible uses, because they had no harvest. They would work, they would sow, they would plant, they would water the crops, they would raise the cattle, they would raise the sheep. And then when it came time that that sheep was finally old enough to slaughter and get some meat from it, the Midianites would come in and either take it or destroy it. They were greatly impoverished. And today that's where we find ourselves. In a spiritual state, and I'm speaking about the church, not heritage, but the church. Not the ALJC, but the church. The church that spans the entire globe. The church that started in Acts 2 and 38. Was victorious for a season. But today we find ourselves, we've been confronted by evil. We've been confronted by evil and we reign in hidden caves. We've resorted to living in caves, living in dens, living in the mountains, hiding from the devil. And we don't like to hear it. It's not fun. It's not something that's pleasant to hear. But the truth of the matter is, we're not a victorious church at this point. At this point, we don't walk and speak with the authority that the Bible speaks about. The authority that Peter had when he said, silver and gold have I none, but I know I don't have to get down and beg and pray and plead with God. I can just rise up. I can, right there, rise up and walk. I don't have silver. I don't have gold. Maybe not things of this world, but he had authority in the spiritual world. And there's been a reversal today. There's been a reversal. Instead of seeking after those things, just like Bishop was talking about your priorities today, we seek after the promotion that gets us more money on earth instead of the promotion that will get us more authority in the spiritual world. We seek after the things of this earth so much. And again, when I say we, I'm speaking the church. It's not just heritage. It's everywhere. It's everyone. We're oppressed. If you don't think we're oppressed, just think what would happen? What would happen if a couple that we don't agree with walked in those back doors? Two men walked in those back doors and they wanted to get married. They walked up here to Bishop and they said, marry us. Think about that for a minute, what the outcome of that would be and tell me we're not oppressed. When you stand up for the biblical truths that we believe and hold dear, you're canceled, you're shut down, you're taken off social media. You're deleted, you're destroyed. Oppressed. Oppressed. We sow into new converts, we sow into those around us. And sometimes, as sad as it is, we sow into our family members, we sow into our children, just in time for the enemy and the world to tempt them. And come in and steal their soul from us. To come in and destroy them. And in the midst of this, the war, the battle, the struggle. You look at the church and we're hidden in a cave. We're hidden in a den. And maybe we'll go out and try to get the harvest, but it's only 
like Gideon did, down in a wine press. We're hiding over on the side somewhere, witnessing to someone. But we're the army of Christ. But at this point where we stand, we've been reduced to being in these caves. And, and we'll make an outing, we'll make a church event, we'll make a revival or something, but, but we can't get with the ones around us. We can't get with the other churches across the street, across the city, across the county. Because we don't get along with them. We're, we're reduced to just fighting within ourselves. God help us. Because of all this, our churches are full of people who just make it from service to service. We come and we're, we need the meat that the preacher's going to bring so bad we can't even worry about trying to reach out to someone else. We can't even worry about someone else. We've got to get something for ourselves so that we can make it to the next Sunday, so we can make it to the next Wednesday. Our harvest has been destroyed in our personal lives. Our walk with God, our prayer life, reading the Bible, this is exactly where we are. And if you still don't agree, look at the last year and a half. The isolation, just like we were all in our own little caves, literally. It's a spiritual concept that was mirrored for a little while in the physical realm. Our harvest was destroyed. And all the while, we're still concerned about the church across the road, about the church across the... They didn't have to wear a mask when they came back. We did. You know, we're, that's what we're concerned about. What if we got that mad at the devil? What if we got that mad that our harvest was being destroyed, that it was being stolen? Whenever this happened, Israel cried out. They cried out to God, and God sent them a word. He sent a prophet. And see, we're, we're in the same state that Israel was in that day. So I believe we can take the words that this prophet said, and we can say that those words apply to us since we're in the same situation. Because what he said, he said, God's delivered you out of Egypt. God delivered you from all those people that were fighting you, trying to destroy you. God delivered you from everyone who's ever oppressed you in the past. So why would you think it'd be any different now? In fact, he says, the people who oppressed you in the past, you're living in their land. You're living in their house. You're in their city because God killed them and gave you what they had, their city, their nation, their land. Fear not the gods of this world. He goes on and says that. He says, fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live. And today I've come to tell you, ever since the church started way back in Acts 2.38, God's kept us. God's protected us. There were people, the disciples had their heads chopped off and they were killed. But God kept the church. There was oppression throughout the dark ages, the last 2,000 years. There's been persecution. There's been trouble. There's been trials. There have been things happen, but God kept the church. Fear not the gods of this world. Fear not the gods of social media. 
Fear not the gods of the social unrest that's out there. Fear not the gods of the agenda that's trying to destroy the church. Fear not. Don't worry about it. Because our God is stronger. In the Bible, we have a prophetic word from God. It says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And we take that word and we say, but God, look, my, my, my relative just backslid. My kid just backslid. But if the gates of hell can't prevail, look at the word prevail. That word doesn't mean you'll never, ever lose a battle. That means in the end, we win. In the end, we, it doesn't matter if you lose a battle here, if you lose it. In the end, we win. If you read the back of the book, the church stands triumphant. So the only thing we've got to do is make sure we're in the church. As long as we stay in the church, we know that in the end, we'll win. Will there be persecution? Yes. Will there be trials? Yes. Will there be things happen? Yes. But that's where we find ourselves when we see the text. We see Gideon, he's in the midst of all this, he's living in some cave, some den up in the mountain. But in the midst of all this, he's come down and got himself a little bit of wheat. And then he went and found a little place to hide over here in a wine press, which is down in the ground, almost like a little dungeon. And he's over there threshing this wheat, trying to get his family something to eat. And the word of the Lord comes by the angel, and it says, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Now you have to understand something, because he looks like a liar right there. He's like, what in the world? You're over here, you're down here hiding from the enemy, trying to get, you're not trying to get the whole field, you're just trying to get a little bit for your family to eat. But the Lord speaks based on potential. When the Lord speaks, he don't see where we are now. He speaks based on the potential, where we have the ability to get to. And he saw Gideon had the ability to get to a certain point so that he could be a mighty man of valor. The journey. That's what I want to talk about today. The journey from where Gideon is, the scared little guy over here down, hunkered down, threshing his wheat where he stands up and defeats with 300 men. An army that the Bible just said could not be numbered. The journey. Do you ever feel like Gideon? you ever feel like Gideon? Brother West just told us a few minutes ago, we're all Gideons. He said, we're like Gideon tonight. Come on, sometimes the world's pressing in. They're trying to shove their agenda down our throat. They're trying to do this and that. While we're being oppressed, we're over here in the corner. It's all right. We don't have to be in the finished result right now. We don't have to be like Peter right now because we know that one of these days we can get there. It's all about the journey. We're still in the middle of the book. We can't expect the results of the last page yet. Come on, be encouraged. Don't worry about it. 
It'll be all right. I know it looks grim. I know it looks bleak right now. Because right now you're hunkered down somewhere trying to whisper to your coworker and tell them about the Lord. Right now we're, we're coming into the church and we're shutting the doors. And we're having church in here. The world doesn't see us. The world doesn't know we're here. But that's all right for now. Because we're still in the journey. We're still on our way. The Lord's got some more steps for us. There's still a path ahead of us. We're not at the end yet. I want to look at a few of the things that the angel told Gideon. But he said, thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. And then we look at the end of the story, and there was more than one man there. So what does that mean? That's unity. Unity is one of the ingredients for victory. Without unity, you will not be victorious. Without unity, we will never stand up and change this city. We must be unified. That means we've got to come out of our isolation, out of our shells, out of our bubble, out of our clique, out of our thing, and we've got to be a unified body. If we got the hand over here reaching that way and the foot trying to walk that way, you know, you're trying to walk through the door and your hands can stop no matter how hard your foot pushes. We've got to be unified. A house divided will fall. And when you're unified, what will happen? On the day of Pentecost, they were in one mind, one accord, and 3,000 received the Holy Ghost. We've got to be unified. If we're going to walk in victory and power, we must be unified. The next thing, God told Gideon to cut down the altar of Baal and the grove. And not only did he cut down the grove, but he used the very wood to make a sacrifice to God. There's that song, anything I put before God is an idol. What are the idols in your life? We've all got them. I'm not talking to you about anything that I'm not doing myself. We've all got things that consume our time. They consume our energy. They consume our finances. They consume us in all different type of ways. We've all got idols. But we better not have anything we spend more time on than God. We better not have anything that we spend more effort working on than God. But what Gideon did, he took the very thing, the very idol, and made it work for God. Take the time you're spending on Facebook and pray instead. Take the time whenever you get home at night and you're tired and you just sit down on the couch and you watch TV for two hours. I understand it's easy to do, but take that time and pray. Take that time and study the Bible. And the people around him got upset. Man, your kids are going to be upset when you cancel your Netflix. It's just the way it is. They're going to be upset. When you cut the cord and go, you know, get rid of that cable, they're not going to like it. You're laughing, but I'm, I'm a little bit serious. Well, let's look at the ingredients for victory. 
Because we know ultimately Gideon was victorious. And that's what I want to talk about today, the journey. How you get from where you, the Lord has spoken some things to you guys. He has. Even throughout the New Testament, the Lord is speaking things to every Holy Ghost filled, water baptized in Jesus' name individual. Has some promises. Has some things that you can claim in the Holy Ghost. And while we've got these promises, we're not actively using them. We're not actively walking in the victory that we're promised. We're not actively walking in the authority that we're promised. So the journey. Let's watch this. Gideon, after he took care of the idols, and the Lord told him to be unified, He sent out a letter to everyone. He got 32,000 soldiers to come with him to fight the Midianites. 32,000 against unlimited, unnumberable. Sounds like a losing battle to me. But God said, you've got too much. Actually, what he had was the wrong thing. It wasn't that he had too many men. He had the wrong type of men. So he says, okay, get rid of everyone that's fearful. You've got to get rid of fear to walk in victory. You've got it. You cannot walk in victory when you're afraid. They're opposites. It's like oil and water. They don't mix. Ingredient for victory is get rid of the fear. Be done with it. Get rid of it. So he said, okay, if you're afraid, go home. Get out of here. And let me tell you, we are on the journey to victory. Sometimes we get upset about people who have been too afraid and they've lost out, especially over these last couple of years. They were too afraid to come, so they started staying home, and now they're not coming at all. But maybe God's just doing a new thing. Maybe God's just purging out some fear from the church. Maybe God's just removing something. It's not all about the numbers. It's not all about how many people can we pack into this one building. But it's about how effectively can we reach our city. It's not about, oh, well, we had 302 today. I hope we get 305 next week. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. It's about what's in the church. And we've got to get rid of the fear to purge it, to cut it off. Not just from the church, but from ourselves. Get it out of our life, done with it. He said, if you're afraid, you can go home. If you're afraid, just get out of here. We don't need you anyways. When we start fighting, you'll turn around and run all the same. So just get out of here. It's okay. You can go. And next, God says, okay. Now this one's a little harder. What does this mean? Okay, you've got 10,000 men left, but they're still not right. 10,000 against innumerable. But there's something wrong here still. There's something going on here. So what's he do? He says, take them down to the stream and watch them. Whenever they drink, see how they drink. There will be some people that kneel down at the stream, and they'll get some water in their hand, and they'll drink it out of their hand. Then there will be some people that put their whole face down in the water. And I've thought about that, and I've wondered about that. And just this morning, God told me why he did this. 
But I've thought, what's the point of that? Like, was he thinking someone could sneak up behind him if they put their whole faith? What was the point of that? Because they all had to be unified. You see, in order to win the victory, here in a couple more scriptures, the next chapter, they had to have the lamp in their left hand. They had to have a trumpet in their right hand. They had to say the same words as each other. And if there were some people that drank this way, some people that walked that way, some people that acted that way, some people that had this attitude in their life, they weren't all going to do the same thing. We've got to be unified. It is so vitally important. So vitally important. They had to be just like one man. That's what the angel said. You'll defeat the Midianites as one man. With the lamp in their left hand, the trumpet in their right. If you could stand and the music would come. Look at the journey right here. Look at the journey. They started out hiding in caves. Hiding, just trying to get just enough food for their family. And they ended up with 300 men killing a multitude of trained soldiers. That's the journey that God took Gideon on. And I hope that some of you benefited by hearing the things that Gideon had to work on. But today... God wants to take you on a journey. Today, the Lord wants you to either begin your journey or take the next step. And I don't know if you need to work on fear or not. I don't know if you need to work on unity or not, but there is something that you need to work on. None of us are perfect. There's something the Lord wants you to work on today. There's something God wants you to pass up. There's a test the Lord wants you to move past. Something the Lord wants you to get victory over today. So as they begin to play, let's come down to this altar today. And let's ask the Lord, take me to the next destination.